Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. Seems like destiny. Like we should have all been together from day one. Love should be multiplied, not divided. I have sat here, cap in hand, circling the donkey, time and time again, saying that I do not believe Robin Brown to be the master manipulator. I believe, I believed that Robin was just a pawn of Cody's and that he was the true master manipulator. But today, I come to all of you, cap in hand, to say that this woman is a master manipulator and she cannot be trusted. (laughs) Glad you finally come to terms. Thank God. Glad you're culpable. <laughs> Thank God. Because when Mary reveals her secret, which unfortunately for all of us was not that she's been going down on women around Flagstaff, like we all hoped, you know, she was like, hey, I was wondering if you need help sizing your LuLaRoe. Let me check your thigh gap with my tongue. I, that's that's what I was hoping she's for. She's just not releasing that secret yet. I, It's the secret I wanted, but it's not the secret I got. Instead, what I got is that she would track... Cody's time not not with other women just how much he was with her and Robin Brown came in and says oh yeah I I did the same thing too don't you know (laughs) because there was one time in Vegas when I remember him just spending so much time at Christine's Robin that was a ploy. That was Cody doing... And then to, for Robin to be like, there was one time that I was keeping track too. And you know what I found? He spent all of his time at Christine's. This woman is not the dumbass that we've always thought she is. She's, She's the devil you think she is. She is the devil we think she is. And this is this is my turning point. This is when I say that this woman is culpable for all of her actions. She's a gaslighter. She's been gaslighting you. She's gaslit me. Make and it a national holiday that you finally come to terms with it. Thank God. You've been saying it's Cody. You've been saying it's the show and you have not been owning that it's Robin. Let me say this. I still find Cody to be culpable. Well, for sure. But they're in it together. But they're in it together. These two fuckers. They trigger me. (laughs) Oh, I am beyond triggered. I am triggered. Season 18, episode 5, When the Going Gets Tough. We start off the episode at Janelle's shithole apartment. That's tough. When Janelle said, you know, I'm not really about aesthetics. Girl, we know. (laughs) We've seen it. Girl, we know. That was not a shock to us. (laughs) Where are they eating in that apartment? On the couch. That's That's the only place. I mean, there's, you can't put bar stools because they've got stuff stacked up. The kitchen table is now the like workspace and printer. In the printer. Which I'm like, 
honestly. How much are we printing? That's what I need to, like, in, seriously, in 2021, is the or now we've just entered 2022, who's really printing that much that you've given this much table space to a printer? It could go on the ground. It could we go. We have plenty of stuff on the it ground It could there. go in the closet, really. Like, I, I, we have a printer, and I print maybe one thing a year. <laughs> Once a year, I print something. And that's about it. So to designate this valuable space for the printer, when her and Savannah could be having a nice top ramen meal together at the table, but instead they're on the couch or they're eating in their room separately. <laughs> you know, it's just, it was it's a sad scene, but I think was. you're right. I, I was dying when she was like, God, do I miss a big kitchen? I'm like, this is a kitchenette. <laughs> we are in a kitchenette and you have given so much space to everything like the air fryer the air fryer the 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 pots and pans do we need that big block of knives for this small apartment we could just pick out a couple and do the rest in storage why do we have what is janelle these onions have not moved and yet they are taking up so much valuable space who needs that many onions at a time i'm happy to report she has washed the dishes. The dishes are no longer in the sink. They've m- moved to whether it's the dishwasher or to their rightful home. I don't know, but they are not sitting in the sink anymore. She needed that space. Good God. So Janelle's like, you know what? I've been watching a lot of HGTV, which we know she's not watching like Chip and Joe. She's watching like Property Design Brothers. Design dime. Yeah. And she's like, I feel like this space needs a little something else. And Christine has some of my favorite furniture, which is everybody's favorite furniture, a beanbag chair. (laughs) I am 50 years old. It's like, you know what? This goes perfectly because this is a college dorm. This is a college dorm room and you've only brought more college to it with the beanbag chair. Also, I'm sorry, but like, I would love to see Janelle get into a beanbag and then try to get out. Well, I was thinking too. It's hard to get out of a beanbag when you're a kid. You're going to have to like, she's going to have to scoot all the way to the ground. Yeah. I, and there's no room for this. Was the beanbag for the dogs? Yeah. Okay. That I feel a little bit better about, but I'm just like, there's no room for a beanbag Janelle. And we don't even have like anywhere to walk around. And yeah, we're going to put a beanbag right in the middle of the walking path. A giant beanbag a beanbag so big bigger than her couch i could not fathom how she thought this space needs something else a fucking beanbag absolutely not and of course janelle sensible gal that she is she loves a hand-me-down and she's like hey christine where'd you get those those beanbags where'd you get those beanbags you never use and christine's like actually i'll bring them down for you and she's like oh thank god God, I don't have to spend any money on this. I'm just so excited. Also, when I, when Janelle gets her HGTV show, I hope she does a tutorial on hanging the dog leashes just on a nail in the wall. I like that. We couldn't spring for the Amazon like dog leash holder. Honestly, it, like a command strip thing would have been better. Something. <laughs> Something just a, she just like, take this nail, put it right into the wall and hang a dog leash. Now, Caitlin, last week we got an unfortunate review from someone and I want to share it with you because I feel like this has to do with Janelle's apartment. Okay. Um, titled 
out of bounds. Ooh. Now, this person did not listen because we said only five stars. They left a one okay. star. Uh, these hosts are bullies, which, yeah, obviously. They are cruel, <laughs> hateful, and full of ageist and belittling comments. Of True. <laughs> That's what else are we doing with sister wives? <laughs> that's very true. Uh, regarding people's appearances, true, mm. absolutely. Uh, and purchase power. Okay, now What's that? He, well, I think what she's talking about is how we talk about Janelle's shithole apartment. And here's what I'm coming here to say: I want justice. For Janelle. It does not make sense for me that Janelle has been on this show for 18 seasons and having to live in this shithole apartment. I am seeking justice. I am a justice seeker. <laughs> yeah, for we are not Janelle. putting Janelle down for her apartment. We are putting everyone else down that she has to live in this apartment. Exactly. Well, so Mary is just while we over are in bullies, her 5,000 square foot house. Right. While we, well, Mary, I don't think, I think Mary's been locked out of the Wells Fargo account for some years. I, I truly, Grace Wooly Brown, believe that. But I think that with Robin, you know, she didn't need that house for Janelle to be here. She didn't and need the Dickens Christmas Village. She not, and I want to remind people this. Robin didn't just get her house. She also got the property next door where Janelle probably could have parked her RV, you know? <laughs> But no, of course not. Like, Janelle's <laughs> living in this shithole. So while, yes, we are bullies, and we say ageist comments, and we talk about people's appearances, and we're nasty, we're crude, we're disgusting. Let that be a disclaimer. If you don't like that stuff, just quit now. But that is all truth. But to say that we're coming down about purchasing power, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you sit here and say <laughs> we that. We won't take that. <laughs> not absolutely not. <laughs> we just want justice for Janelle. We just want her to live in the casita of her dreams. <sighs> watching Christine roll that beanbag through the apartment complex. Were you pretty impressed with that, like, saran wrap? I was like, how, that took a long time to roll that up. <laughs> Can I tell you, like, I in my head, the contents of the beanbag would have been removed. That's how I would have done it. I would have removed some of it to make it easier to move. Oh, like I took out all the beans? You have, yes. to, get, you have to get your own beans? No, no, no. I just would have <laughs> placed the beans into some separate bean bags, like a, a Ziploc. Okay. But to see this, I was like, this is innovative. <laughs> this, she is not Cody's beautiful assistant. She this knew is a, that Janelle wouldn't fill that back up. Right. That, well, that is true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is a single boss bitch. This is a woman who's living on her own. How she did it, I do not know. And then she hoisted it up into the back of her car, drove it across state lines, and rolled it right into <laughs> Janelle's apartment. <laughs> and to which, once again, Christine is doing a job for Janelle where Janelle really is not that helpful. I was actually like, Janelle, I think you're hindering the process. I think Christine could just push from the outside and you just move just move or maybe bring savannah but maybe everyone get on the outside and roll it in yeah something but <laughs> yeah. instead she's just ripping the saran wrap right off of it christine brings uh, a great point to janelle she says hey i live in a townhome townhome next door it's going up for rent so what if me you a couple of margaritas hey we start living next door to each other and janelle says herself she's like fuck Sounds like a great time. Listen, I'm if Savannah actually, wasn't still in high school. If Savannah wasn't still here, and it's like, I forgot Savannah's literally standing in the room right now. Those three are like the golden girls. Right. I love it. Savannah could play up to well, 50 years old. Well, we got to remember too. Hmm. Truly's going to be there. Okay. So well, the, the, not four, all, the four golden girls. <laughs> it's not all 
fun and games. And I think that's honestly what Janelle isn't saying out loud. <laughs> she doesn't want to be there. She's like, God, She's I don't know. raising kids. She, you know, Truly's going to be out back doing all sorts of LARPing and weird <laughs> shit. I just, here at the college apartments, I just, I have my privacy. Nice and quiet. <laughs> Sometimes I hear the kids upstairs banging and I hear the kids across the way doing drug deals and stuff. But, it, you know, this is home. This is home for me. Then Christine comes in and really rubs it in. She's like, uh, Janelle, your entire house could fit in my living room. No. Listen, we've all <laughs> seen a little harsh. <laughs> we've seen the Zillow pictures of Christine's place. It's not that extravagant of a townhome. It's not that big. I thought But was she wrong? Mm. Janelle's apartment is pretty small. No, uh, yeah. And she's like, it's only four hundred dollars more a month. Why not? Why wouldn't you do it? I'm like, Janelle doesn't have $400, Christine. She doesn't have it. Do you see the state of her couch? You're bringing her a hand-me-down beanbag that we know growing up, Peyton was probably jerking off on all the time. And she's just like, ah, it'll scrub out. What's well, a couple of crusties? You know, it's just... It's... That beanbag smells of musk and chicken noodle soup. Like... And, and butt. <laughs> and just dirty... But, and here's the thing. I know Christine had more than one. Where's the other one? Oh, well, they couldn't finish his apartment. Are you kidding? <laughs> this one was a stretch. Listen, we know that Savannah was using the dog bath before. <laughs> now she's got a dog bed. This she's, is, it's Savannah's bed. That's yeah. what they didn't say. <laughs> well, you know what? It was Hunter came to town and Janelle was like, I realize I don't have a guest room. If well, I could have a beanbag guest bed, I would just be in Well, she's like, the air mattress wouldn't fit. The beanbag's a little, like, taller than <laughs> <laughs> he needs that. Now, October 11th is a day that we will never forget. That is Gabe's birthday. But I... Unfortunately, Cody forgot. Cody forgot, which is why we will never forget. But I ask all of you, when you're with your families on December 25th, remember our girl, Savannah. Because it has been weeks since Cody has communicated with her. The last time he talked to her was beginning of December for her birthday. Not a, not even like a fun little gif uh, text message of like Santa pulling <laughs> down else. his pants or something <laughs> like that. He has not reached out to Savannah. He said, fuck you. You're not my kid. Didn't even send a gift with Jezebel and Truly. Nothing. Nothing at all. And she was trying so hard not to cry that poor girl. It Broke my heart because I know Savannah, I don't know her, but I know Savannah is the type who isn't, doesn't, isn't comfortable showing her emotions. And you know she would never confront Cody. No. So it's like, it feels so unfair. And that's when Cody's like, you know what? Phone works both ways. That bitch could have called me. I'm like, no, you're, you're the dad. <laughs> you're the father in this situation. It is not up to Savannah to repair this for you. You are a piece of shit. And he's like, listen, at some point, I'll bring Christmas on over. I'll bring her one of my French burritos. We'll have a great time. I'm just not ready yet. All right? I'll get to it when I get to it. If Fuck I could off. punch him in the face, I would. I, for Savannah. I, my heart broke for Gabe, but my heart shattered. For Savannah. I feel like Gabe and Garrison can handle it. Like they know what an asshole We is. saw Gabe cry. We know he, we, Gabe is a sensitive yeah. boy. We know that. And I feel for it, but I feel like Gabe. But Savannah's also done nothing in this. Nothing. She hasn't even argued with him once. Nothing. At least the boys stood up for themselves. Nothing. 
he I hope is she a gets piece a motorcycle. of <laughs> shit. I hope she gets a motorcycle and runs him over with it. <laughs> I hope she and then backs up and runs him over again. Backs up and does it again. I hope she takes those tires, those big fat tires, and runs right over Robin's neck. That's what I hope for. Christine says, "You know, is Cody just going to leave everyone but Robin? Like he's leaving his kids, he's leaving me, he's leaving Janelle. Mary's been left a long time ago. You know, is that is that just what's going to happen?" And I yep. thought, at least we're saying it. Uh, now, Robin heads on over to Mary's uh, very empty fortress. But once again, we're shooting in the backyard. Are you kidding me? Why Go is this? Inside. Is this because they don't want production inside? That's what I'm thinking. Because where's Robin going and where's Mary going? It Neither does... of them have seen anyone in years. No, the, the COVID all seems done. I don't know why we're out. You know what? Actually, I think Puddle Monkey's like, listen, if we go outside, we don't have to set up any lighting. <laughs> It's just so much easier for us to just use the natural light. It's, you know, we'd have to really set up. This would take 30 minutes if we just do it outside. But if we go inside, it's going to take a couple hours. So let's just speed this along. Let's just move it along. We don't have the time for that. (laughs) Um, Now, of course, Robin's like, God, Christmas was just tragic for me. It was really hard why because you had to do two Christmases so it looked like your kids didn't get all the gifts in the world and then Christine brings up the sibling text again which still waiting still waiting to get my hands on that (laughs) still just wishing I could just scroll on through see all the interactions look at all the uh, reactions to different text see the emojis see the gifts How has nobody leaked it yet? It's very upsetting. <laughs> it is very upsetting. And Christine says that lots of ha- lots happened on the text, but it ended when Robin said that she is done with this and this is an effort in futility, which, okay, Cody grabbed her phone. Robin doesn't know that one. I was going to say, that's <laughs> over my head. It's definitely over Robin's yeah, head. <laughs> well, I had to Google it. And even then, I still didn't understand what they said. So that was definitely Cody texting from... Robin's phone. And then Cody and Robin decided that the sibling exchange is not safe. This is not Oh my god, we're back with the safe word. This is not a safe space for Areola, Salmonella. Areola can hold her own. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Like, put her in the fucking ring, dude. Put her and Gabe and Garrison in the ring together, she'll take them both. (laughs) And then Robin's like, Mary, it was just so draining. We had to have Jezebel and Truly and McKelty over and she kept breastfeeding Toyota Avalon. And Mary's like, oh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was just sitting at home. Nobody thought to call me and tell me that Jezebel was in town. Remember, Jezebel used to be Mary's little buddy. Mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't even know she was here. And <laughs> I don't know why Robin's telling me this because it's really hurting my heart. She's like, yeah, we had French burritos. It was, yeah. it was horrible. I showed them the Dickens Christmas Village. They didn't even care about it. Cody kept fingering me under the mistletoe. It was just an exhausting day, Mary. And Mary's like, God. Yeah, mine was fine too. I I haven't been fingered in a long time by anyone else but myself, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, wish I could have been there. Now, Cody says that him and Mary are better friends than they are a married couple. I think that when I think of... <laughs> then the, they're a terrible married couple because they're terrible friends. <laughs> this is the worst friendship I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the worst friendship I have ever seen. If I knew a person who was in this friendship, I would say, you gotta get out. 
Cody loves to use Mary as a pawn. Like, but, he's always like, oh, me and Mary are good friends. It's like, no, you're not. He just thinks that she won't see this and talk back to it. And he always forgets Mary. He's so quick to forget Mary. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, growing up, my first wife, Janelle. And she's like, no, there was another gal there for three years, Mary. And I'm still here. I'm still holding on, Cody. Then Robin goes back into this whole, like, feeling hoodwinked by the Brown family when they she approached her. She definitely just saw that on Wordle or something. <laughs> she, <laughs> she doesn't also know that It word. was my own word. Oh. I used hoodwinked. Oh, okay. I was going to say, she doesn't know it. <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> um, but Mary and Christine both say, like, listen, our family had issues, but we made it work. We were not perfect, which nobody assumed they were perfect, except for apparently Robin. <laughs> And then that's when Janelle's like, you know, when we went public and then we had Robin's new relationship in the family, like we just could never get it back together again. And this is where, and I've said this, I'll say it again and I'll say it again. Sliding Doors, great movie, but I want the Sliding Doors version of when the the Brown family, Robin comes into the family, but the show doesn't. They and still the, fall apart. That's the my The other version is that Robin doesn't come into the family and they get the show. They stay together. You think? I think so. Oh, I Listen, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I think they would have fallen apart both ways. I think Cody just can't keep it together. You think? Yeah. See, I don't know. But he let the fame go to his head and he let Robin go to his head. I, I struggle with this so much. And it's like, I've always thought that when I got to heaven, I mean, after this podcast, I probably won't. But <laughs> if I still get there and I, God says, you know, what's the one thing you want to know? I always said it would be Jean Benet's murderer. <laughs> but here I am, cap in hand, and I'm saying, can you show me the sliding doors version of where this happens, but also one more version too, where Mary does actually go through and get IVF and we see how that works out. Like just three versions. Those are my three versions that I want. Cause I don't know. Pretty sad that that's what you're going to ask. I know. <laughs> this is what we've come to. This is where my life has led. Unfortunately. Burning questions. <laughs> now Mary brings up a Christmas they had years and years ago when they were still in Wyoming. And she was like, yeah, Christine came into the family and Cody just had gifts and gifts and gifts. Like it was, they just kept coming. And it was, it actually kind of reminded me of your house now, Robin. It was just so many gifts. And they were all like, oh, another one for Christine. Oh, another one for Christine. Oh, look at that. Jammies for Christine. <laughs> Giant panties for Christine. <laughs> Lingerie for Christine. <laughs> I never gifts, had that, Cody. <laughs> gifts just kept coming. And then at the end of it, after Christine opened all of her presents, Mary was like, I didn't get a single one. And then Cody, Janelle was like, hey, Cody, don't forget that gift in my room. Wink, <laughs> wink. And Cody came out with a hoodie in his hands that Janelle had spilled SpaghettiOs on. And yeah, she just gave it to me. And he was like, here you go, Mare. Good old Mare. It was definitely not... <laughs> <laughs> present right no <laughs> a hoodie <laughs> and why was it still in Chanel's room <laughs> I'm poor Mary poor, it had Janelle's H&R blog logo on it poor Mary it was actually Janelle's <laughs> gift Christmas gift from her work and she was like it's actually it's more Mary's size if you want to give this to her as a present you can 
give it to her. That's fine. <laughs> Cody was like, perfect. I love it. And then Christine's talking about it. And she's like, yeah, I remember that. And yeah, I did get a lot of presents. It was fucking great. But <laughs> she's like, that was the first and last time I got any presents. For I Cody. said to Cody, I said, hey, you got to get Mary a gift. She's like, dude, you got her a gift certificate to the tanning salon. She's like, Cody, she worked there. I got the gift certificate from her for her. And he was like, listen, she got a gift certificate good enough. I don't need to be going above and beyond for her. All it's right? like, not only was it a gift certificate, there was a punch card for the night stand for me. <laughs> that counts as two gifts. Didn't you get her some of the body lotion that intensifies the tan? She's like, no, and you, you said her a sticker. Did you get her yet. that little sticker so she can see how dark she was getting? With the My Sister Wife's Closet logo on it? God. Christine. <laughs> Of course, it's Christine's fault. <laughs> now, Mary reveals her secret to Robin. She's like, uh, Robin, I've actually been keeping a secret. I am a lesbian. And she's like, Mary, I already knew that. You've snuck into my room many a times. <laughs> no, instead, Mary says that she was tracking Cody's time. And that's when Robin's like, guess what? I did that too, only one time. When Cody told me, hey, watch this. I'm going to spend all my time with Christine. And she's going to be so happy. But then I'm going to be like, see, Christine, you're a selfish bitch because you wanted all the time to yourself. So make sure you track my time, Robin. Robin's what was like, this little game he was playing? Like he just wanted to be like, oh, look how nice it is to have me around, Christine. Don't you like that? Now I'm going to just like come back and be like, see, I didn't spend time with anyone else. That's I, why you're never happy. I feel like he was like, I'm, if I give her all this time this one month, she'll shut up. <laughs> like this will fill her tank enough. And then I we feel can like just, he just wanted to be like, see, you're not going to be happy unless I do this. Like he just wanted to turn it around on her. But also like... I mean, if I was married to Cody, I'd be more like Janelle, like, fuck, why are you here again? You know, but <laughs> if, if I'm Christine. Is it I'm, really my night? You can uh, spend it with Robin. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. I'm honestly fucking exhausted. These kids have been fucking yelling all day. I don't want to be around you. I do not want you to touch me. And Cody's just another one of the kids. Yeah. You can sleep on the beanbag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> By um, the way, can you get that hoodie back from Mary? Do you need it for my Christmas party at work? <laughs> So Cody's like, yeah, I purposely did this. I wanted to prove that Christine is a selfish bitch and that she wanted all the time to herself. And Robin's like, yeah, I remember that month. It was really bad. And Christine's like, yeah, I do remember this month. And I thought, this is fucking weird, but maybe Cody's like trying to work on it with me and we're spending time together. And Mary's like, yeah, I I didn't get any time during that (laughs) month at all. And Christine's like, but then... He, as soon as that month was done, it went right back to normal. So for one month, I got to experience what Robin gets. And it felt fucking great. And Robin had a little diary the whole time keeping track of it. Yeah, Robin was tracking Cody's every move. I was like, weird that she just tracked this month because she realized he was gone. Like, she knew that this was a setup. It was, they planned it together, these fucking little master manipulators. And then she was probably like, look, Christine, I kept a little tally chart. Look how much time you got. I don't get why you're always saying you're sitting there not getting time he was with you the whole month and even then i know he was sneaking over to robin's for bj's actually you know what month it was it was the month solomon was born and he was like yeah i don't want to deal with that first month it's a lot of crying like, well, we can't have sex so i'll be at christine let me know when your stitches are healed i'll be back over all right let me know and for now i'm gonna go fuck christine cody is someone who'd be like give her the husband's yeah oh thousand percent you know 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, now, Cody's like, here's the thing. Robin, she gave me an office. She gave me a place in the garage to park my Lexus. And when everyone's like, oh, you're at Robin's, uh-uh. I'm in the garage or I'm in the office, all right? I'm not just spending my time canoodling up to Robin. What is he doing in the car? Just sitting in it in the garage? Masturbating? I don't know. Like, is that where he's like, God, I get peace and quiet sitting in the garage? It's like, I wish you would have started it. I wish you would have started it, door closed, and this could have all just been done. That's horrible of me to say. Yes, I am a bully. I'll take it. I said it. I said what I said. It's terrible. But he's God. like, sorry, ladies, if you guys would have given me a spot in the garage in an office space, maybe I would have spent some more time at your house. Have we forgotten that Christine let you turn her entire garage into your sexy man wrestling room <laughs> so you could invite guys over and fucking stick it in their asses while you're wearing a unitard? <laughs> Seriously, like Christine gave you her whole garage. She had to. She park, didn't even have half a space. She had to park her van in the driveway and just let it get beat on by that Las Vegas sun. She has made so many sacrifices to love you, Cody. So you better watch what you're saying. And, and we know she he could have had an office space at Mary's. What, what was she doing with all those extra bedrooms? <laughs> he could have set up at the wet bar. Yeah, no, he didn't. He wasn't interested in that. That was not for him. And that's Mary's when, like, I've got up space for your computer, Cody. No, thanks, no. Mary. Absolutely not. Now, your house Rob- is too quiet. I need a little chaos to work. Robin says that her kids has struggled over the years just with Cody never being there. He, my kids are having a hard time not seeing daddy. Well, know? they have another daddy they could go see. Uh, just either way. Then I start thinking, is it possible that like Cody wasn't at Robin's? Nobody knew where fucking Cody was. Like where was Cody. That is highly likely. Like, was he just (laughs) dicking around town? Was he cheating? Was he having a gambling problem? Was he at the bar? Like, nobody knew where this man was. And here's the thing. This is where I'm almost like, do I feel bad for Robin? Because was Cody not actually there? Because she's stupid, you know? And he was like, oh, I'm going over Christine's. And then he leaves out the neighborhood and she doesn't even realize no, I don't think that's true because why did all the other women think, like, no, he was at Robin's? Because he told them he was at Robin's. But wouldn't he just be like, Tell Because him. if he told Christine, because no one liked Robin. So if he tells Christine, hey, he I'm said going he's to Mary's. Janelle's. He didn't talk to anybody. Everyone knew he wasn't going to Mary's. <laughs> everyone knew he wasn't going to Mary's. Well, when's the secret going to come out? Because this is TLC and there is only a limited number of seasons before someone gets arrested or something. Oh. <sighs> We're so at when's season his gambling 18? When did the out? Duggars fall apart? What season was that? Ah, uh, pretty We're late. getting close? Yeah, I think so. Now, Christine says something that just chef's kiss. I love this unfiltered Christine. And she's like, you know, <laughs> Robin knew where Cody was spending the majority of his time. And I can't trust someone who said she wants family but is a selfish bitch and never promoted the family. Ooh, can't trust her. I cannot trust her. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. If Robin came to me cap in hand, circling the donkey and was like, hey, Christine, me and you, can we be buds? I would have denied her ass. I would have said, actually, no, because I do not trust you. I do not want to be your friend. And you know what? Your eyebrows are terrible. That's what she said. 
That's what she said she would say to her. And your fake crying is getting really annoying. <laughs> then, uh, then Robin tells Mary, she's like, you know, I just, I would try so hard to make Christine be my buddy. But Christine would just always say like, oh, Robin, I'm so jealous of you. You're so hot and cool and you've got really great curls. And so she was just always like jealous of me, Murray. (laughs) That's it. Jealous. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's what everyone says when they want to believe that people don't just hate them. No, she just fucking hates you. Now we go back with Janelle and Christine. And Janelle says that she isn't sure if she's even interested in working on things with Cody, which thank God, thank God. But she's also like, but I don't know if I'm ready to like fully get divorced. She's like, I'm so surprised that she's still so like gung ho in the religious aspect of this. I feel like Janelle's almost like, you know, Mary's had it made. Mary has had it good. She's lived the good life. Like, Cody doesn't bug her. He doesn't talk to her. She's just able to stay in her house by herself. I just kind of wish I had gotten that sooner. Wish I had gotten that sooner. That's kind of what I was hoping for. But As long as I can still have access to the finances. She does say, she's like, listen, I do feel like Robin was always the favorite. And my kids always felt like Robin was the favorite and, and that Robin got more time. If everybody agrees that Robin's a favorite and Robin gets more time, then that might be the truth. Possibly. Right? But like I said... Was he at Robin's or was he out dicking around? I think he was mostly at Robin's, but I think he does go dick around a little okay. bit. Okay. Janelle was like, I was fine with that arrangement. I was like, cool. I can't stand this man. Not interested. Go spend your time with Robin. But now I kind of see like, oh, fuck. That that was like a disservice to my kids. And I realized like I would want me and Cody to be an actual functioning couple. You know, I'd Have like him to maybe once. A full fellowship. Once <laughs> a year, maybe, you know. Travel down south, <laughs> give it a lick, you know, see, <laughs> see how things are going down there. Maybe every once in a while, because he's never done that. Never. Janelle's never come in her life. No. Oh, that's, <laughs> it's heartbreaking. I know. It's just like, God. And I think right now she just thinks she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But I think when she finds it, she will care. <sighs> She'll be excited. She'll I like, think Christine's oh like, you will not believe you will how not different believe. the sex is with someone different than Cody. <sighs> when I hopped on that woolly mammoth. I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. She's like, Janelle, you can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> Here's the thing about David Woolley is he, I don't mean to be crass as if I haven't been the entire time, but God, he goes down on Christine. <laughs> He's making her real happy. <laughs> like, he is just like, girl, I'm going three times. Three times of you, and she's just like, oh my God. I will say this. Christine has her confessional in front of the bookcase. Same outfit, but the hair is longer in one part. Just one part. Okay. It was very quick. Her hair is longer. It's a little more like curly, looks a little more tousled. This is when she's fucking David. Okay. That that confessional she is- She had more life to her. Oh, she had a glow. <laughs> She was like, girl, that is divorced Christine in that confessional. Before, I don't know. It's undetermined. But in that one, she was divorced. I mean, she was divorcing herself before. So she had a little glow. But then she Not found, like this. She found David. 
this, on the woolly mammoth. This and she was, was ready. a different kind of glow. She was just like, woo, yeah, feeling good. You could just see it. She had a life. She's like, her. Janelle, do you want to try out David Woolley? I'll let you try. <laughs> Listen, if you go next door, we could put like a little glory hole between the townhomes. All right. He could just stick it in. Let's, it's anonymous at this point. We've already shared a dick once. Let's do it twice. She's like, I'm it's totally fine with Sherry. I just didn't want to share with Robin. <laughs> no. Christine's, no. I think Christine... She knows she's got it good. She wants them all to herself. She has found her Utah white version of Shamar Moore. <laughs> and she's not letting him go. Like if if Shamar so Moore similar. was born <laughs> white and 20 years older and, you know, wore, loved a Kirkland short and, and a, a Planet Hollywood shirt. And a pair of New Balances. No, oh, New Balance. Then and a David Woolley is basically <laughs> the Utah version of Shamar Moore. It, it is it's honestly hard to tell un- apart. I, I put these two pictures up next to each other. I can't see the difference. <laughs> honestly. I'm just like, she has found him. 100%. Janelle still has her religious beliefs. She's still interested in joining a uh, polygamous family. Who do we want her with? Out of people we've seen on the show. Oh, you know what? I would love her. I feel like she blends right in with uh, Brady and the... The Williams my, family. Yes, my five wives. I was going to say, I put her there too. You know... Joe Darger is just as no. much as an asshole as Cody. Joe Darger is gonna... No. Brady he, Williams, at least, is like soft. He's a softie. Yeah. He's nice. He might not be like the greatest guy in the world, but he's definitely way better than Cody. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't... I don't, I don't know that he can get it up five days a week, but like... Well, no, now it would be six days a week. Okay. And, and that's fine. Janelle's not interested in that. She's like, listen, I just want to be a part of... I don't think Janelle is looking for dick in this next phase of life, unfortunately. Well, not yet. She doesn't know it yet. Unfortunately. I but <laughs> I think she's just like, listen, I want to be a part of a family... Brady'd probably let the dogs be on the bed. Yeah, I don't think Brady would give a shit about if the dogs were in the bed or not. I think her and Rosemary'd hit it off. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think that's... I think we should petition for this. (laughs) I think it's a good idea. Uh, Now, Cody always tells Janelle, he's like, hey, you need to be a better sister wife. And she's like, he's talking about Robin, because he doesn't give a fuck about Mary. Uh, Christine's gone, so you need me to be a better sister wife to Robin. And then Janelle's like, you know what, like... If I have to be besties with Robin in order to get Cody back, we're done. Because I can't, I <laughs> can't ask. <laughs> I cannot stand a conversation with that woman. She is such an airhead. I no. I it, love how everyone just so casually is like, he hates Mary. <laughs> he doesn't care about Mary. We're definitely not talking about Mary. The new Brown family <laughs> mission statement is like, Cody hates Mary. Like that's number one. It's just we've all come to understand it. And then Christine's like, yeah, Cody always used to tell me, like, I need to be a better sister wife to my sister wives. But we know he didn't give a fuck about Mary. (laughs) Uh, Me and Janelle were fine. And so, again, talking about Robin. He just wants everyone to be good with fucking Robin. And then Christine comes out and she's like, you know, it's kind of funny, actually, if you think about it. Because uh, who had a great relationship with Robin. Oh, who? And then Cody was disgusted by her, would never talk to her, not interested. <laughs> who? What? Oh, 
Mary. <laughs> it was Mary. Isn't that funny how, like, Mary was willing to go down on Robin, you know? But she was a great sister wife. <laughs> she was a, the best kind of sister wife one can have. But Cody still was like, yeah, no, she makes me sick. <laughs> not good enough for me. I'm not interested in that. Absolutely. Yeah. He's being called out. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Me too. I and just wish he could watch this sooner than, like, two years back. <sighs> Unfortunately. Now, Cody's like, you know, actually, Christine... I didn't need her to be a better sister wife to just Robin. I just needed her to stop bitching and complaining. Because she's the reason that this whole family is falling apart well, again. Pick what it is, Cody. He can't stick to a story. He's like, yeah. no, it wasn't that. No, it's this. Janelle tells us a story about right before Robin bought her house built by QVC. She said that she went to Robin and she was like, hey, like... I'm a little stressed about you guys buying this house and the extra land uh, because I feel like we could use that money to pay off Coyote Pass. And Robin was like, yeah, I've been telling Code D that I just want to rant and such, but I... I'm looking for a place that's got at least 12 bedrooms and it would be about 30,000 a month to rent and stuff. And Janelle's like, yeah, I'm just a place to put all my boxes. I'm just stressed about it. And you know, it's, it's, it's a stressful situation. And then Robin goes and bitches to Cody, like Cody, Janelle's telling me we can't get this house from QVC that I want anymore. And, and it's just her way of trying to like get and mess with my Dickens Christmas villages <laughs> and stuff. And I'm not gonna be able to get that for you. And then Cody goes back to Janelle and is like, Janelle, you're a fucking bitch to Robin. And so that's when Janelle's like, you know what? I can't trust this bitch. I can't trust her. Yeah, you little fucking tattletale. Exactly. So keep this between us, bitch. <laughs> fight club, all right? What happens at fight club stays in fight club, you little whore. Did you tell him that I said I'd wrestle you if you don't do it? <laughs> so Christine leaves Janelle's shitty apartment. One more time, she offers up the other half of her townhouse. She's like, girl, come on. Now's your chance. But then she says it, and it's it's heartbreaking to hear because Christine's like, Janelle still loves Cody, which is hard for all of us to understand. At least now we know she doesn't. I, You still think she does to this When day. she said that, like, you know, sometimes I talk to him on the phone and I see old glimmers of the old codester. I do. He I hasn't a, been the old codester in forever. Not no. for a time long time. Time to move on. Time. I think once she gets divorced officially, I hope she'll so. move on. Now, back with Mary and Robin, who are still fucking freezing outside. Uh, Robin's like, I just don't feel like there was such a huge deal breaker between Cody and Christine that they couldn't just call up Nancy, the therapist, and fix this problem. It's like, does everyone forget that Robin is divorced. Robin had enough reason, enough deal breakers to leave her first husband. But she expects Christine to just stay. It's like Be just because there's more wives than just you, they can't leave? It is so crazy to me how Robin acts so against divorce and yet she divorced <laughs> her first husband. It, it, She'll make up excuses like, well, there was abuse. It's like, well, there's abuse here. There's Emotional abuse, abuse here. Is happening. Just because it's not happening to you, it doesn't, okay, Ashton and Mila. <laughs> Okay, just because he was a good buddy to you doesn't mean he's a good guy. All right? Like, if Christine says that she's not happy, that's enough reason. And Christine. And also, has... Christine tried to work on it. She tried to work on the deal breakers. Cody I... never wanted to work on the deal breakers. I get so frustrated because it's like, Robin, 
Christine would sit there in therapy and she would say, I feel like he spends too much time with Robin and he doesn't pay attention to me and he doesn't love me like he loves Robin. And Robin was just like, Christine, you're crazy. And Cody would say that I was crazy. And it's like, you should have listened then. She has been, we have watched. We have watched. Christine has thoroughly said this was not working for her. It was literally like season one, episode one, Christine's living in her basement and she was like, yeah, I'm pretty unhappy. <laughs> I'm pretty unhappy. She um, stuck it out for a pretty long time. Yeah. Trying to work on things. She has tried and tried again, Robin. Just because you get to live in your mansion on the hill, and you get to see your little Dickens Christmas village, and you get to have your 13-year-old with a binky, and, you know, just because your daughter's going to go into the WNBA and supply for you, like, just because you're happy doesn't mean everyone's happy. All right? Christine has been miserable for a long time. She's been screaming it and no one's listening. You are not for women. You you do not support women, Bethany. Not at all. No. Absolutely. She's like part of Cody's manosphere. Yeah, she is. (laughs) She's like, can I be in the manosphere? She's like, I hate women I hate women women just as much as you. Yeah, I I hate them. Robin's one of those girls like, I just don't get along with girls. It's like, girls are always jealous of me because guys see this neck and they're like, oh, she could totally like deep throat me. And it's like, no, it's actually just my inflamed thyroid. (laughs) Now Mary comes in. She's like, honestly, I feel like Robin needs to butt the fuck out. Like Robin... Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Cody hates me. He doesn't talk to me. I don't know why you're talking to me about Cody and Christine. I've not seen them together in a long time because no one ever invited me around. Just get the fuck out of it, Robin. I love, too, that Mary's like, Robin, like, it takes people wanting to get help to get help. And then Robin, it's she's not picking up on the fact that Mary's like, I've been sitting here waiting for Cody to go to therapy with me to fix the big deals, and he's not doing that. Maybe you could work on it with him. <laughs> I was terrified when i saw robin start to morph in to cody like she's standing there and she's like where did it go where did it go when she's talking about no one has the effort no one's committed anymore it was like she looked that was cody it was cody it was like an exact replica when people spend too much time together they start to look alike (laughs) and she's never had that much emotion before (laughs) no i i felt like she went home and she was like i gotta take a nap i am exhausted i exerted a lot of energy over at mary's oh my god (laughs) never been so tired before in my life it was just scary and i know everyone keeps talking about cody's eye color and I mean, it is something to talk about, and this is a side tangent, but yeah, he has lost the color in his eyes. He is dead. He really has, and it's gone. And Robins are definitely doing the same thing. We're going to watch these two just die (laughs) on camera. But I appreciate Mary. I feel like Mary's truly over Robin at this point. I think she is, too. She's like, I'm ready to be done. It's like... You know those people, you know when you have a friend and you're having a really bad time and they come in and they're like, oh, you wouldn't believe the day I had. And it's like, my whole family just died. Like my whole family. Literally, you're complaining because you have Cody all the time. I've never even got to have anyone. It's like Mary's on that plane where the person diarrheaed up and down (laughs) the aisles. You know, that's Mary's on that plane. And Robin's like... Oh, I had a rough day today trying to decide how I was going to spend my Kohl's cash. It has just been so exhausting. And Mary's like, Robin, I had shit on me. Someone (laughs) shit on me on a plane. And 
that's just that's who Robin is. I feel like Mary too is finally having the realization that's like maybe things weren't so bad back before Robin came into the picture. I actually liked Christine and Janelle. I think so. And that's why I'm like I'm not a Mary fan, but I'm rooting for her to actually for them to be the three amigos because I just love to throw that in Cody and Robin's face. I would love it, but it's never going to happen. Do you think though? I think they might after watching this. Like if I was Christine and Janelle watching this, I'd have a little more sympathy for Mary. I'd be like, you know what? She's starting to figure it out. Well, Maybe we include her. She's not. She's figuring it out in confessionals. She's figuring it out in confessionals, but she sat in that backyard and said like, I felt like Cody always favored Christine. Yeah, no, it's taken a couple years. She's So it sucks because yes, in confessionals with more time to realize that like no one likes her, she's saying the right things. <laughs> but what she's saying- Maybe some therapy. At the time. Yeah, I I don't see it happening, but I would love it. You don't think the three of them maybe had a conversation at Gwen's wedding? No. Okay. No, no. I don't believe no, so. No, they let her be in the picture. Yeah, but she just snuck in there. <laughs> Uh, now Mary's like, you know, I think part of this has to do with the fact that like all the kids are kind of raised now and we're all just doing our own things and we're living our lives. And Robin's like, well, I'm not done raising kids yet. All right. And that's when Mary's like, bitch, I'm still here. (laughs) You want to bring Ariola and Salmonella over? I'll play with them. She's like, I've got a swing. I've got a whole playground back here. It's never been touched. a hot tub. Me and Aurora could ha- hang out in the hot tub. You know, I just, I'd love to see those kids. I love those kids so much. I'd love to play tag out here in the Robin's wilderness. Robin's like, no, they can't leave the house. Yeah. It's like, sorry. I'm we've, sorry. They're we've locked got up flowers there. in the attic situation over here. We, we're we not going to be leaving anytime soon. So it's like, poor Mary. She's like, I'm sitting here. Robin comes set. here to bitch to her, but never does she bring her kids to just come on over and play. You're right. Robin's totally one of those friends that's like, Tells her all about your life and then never says like, how are you? Nope. It's just like, okay, now I got to go. I dumped Uh, on you and I'm dead. Yeah, trauma dump, got (laughs) to go. Now Robin is getting sick of living this Walmart version of Christmas. She's like, I don't care about how many gifts are under my Christmas tree or how many Dickens Christmas villages I can buy or how much art I can put up on the walls of my house that looks like shit and makes no sense but is very expensive. I don't care about my gorgeous, beautiful, sexy bed set. I don't care that I have this huge house. I don't care about... Then she says... I don't care about how many fancy houses you rent. She's Did we see the B&B? Girl, it was not that fancy. All right. This it was, was probably, definitely not as nice as your house. I would say it was maybe like $230 a night. $230 a night. But they split. But she's trying to sit here and be like, oh, they're so extravagant too. They got a fancy house rental. I'm like, no. It no. that is not. She's it like, It was your average rental. It, She's like, this is not our family. This is not our family. And crying again. It's like, God. <laughs> if we had to drink every time that she's crying. And you said it to me after the episode. And I do want to point this out. Is the show is just now confessionals. It's getting so annoying. Because I'm like, I feel like there's no scenes. Like there's nothing happening Mm-mm. besides just them in confessionals talking about each other. Yeah. Like it's hard to recap because it's just talking. It's just like we don't have anything happening. There's There's no no interactions. No. And it's like 
then you know what? Let's bring everyone out together on two couches, like Housewives version, and let's deal with it all at one time. Let's get the boys. Let's, uh, come on. If Cody's not going to call them, let's let production call the boys and have Cody meet them at Salsa Brava. Let's have Savannah and Cody get an enchilada together. Like, that's what we want to see. I need a reason why my family got blown to smithereens. Look in the mirror. <laughs> you have one. Look you in just won't admit the it's you. mirror. It's you and it's Cody. That's that's all it is, sweetheart. <laughs> the reason, and sorry, this is not your family. No. The reason why the Brown family, which was mostly made up of Christine, Janelle, and Mary. <laughs> okay, you came late to the game. <laughs> the reason it got blown to smithereens was because of you. Christine sat here and said, I want to know why my family got blown to smithereens. And she's like, oh, it's Robin. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out. It's Robin. <laughs> Even Mary's realized it's Robin. Poor Mary. She's like, God, I'd still love for the big family picture to come together. Mary, just give up. It's like pathetic at this point. I'm like, Mary, you're just embarrassing yourself. Just <sighs> be done. Just go away. You know who I want to go away? McKelty. Yeah. I do not <laughs> need to go to Christine's townhome to watch McKelty, Aspen, and Christine plan Christine's 1950s, 50s birthday party. I love that. We're like, we want something to happen. <laughs> and then we're like, not this. <laughs> not this. It, it does feel like every episode they're like, let's give them a little family sparkle. Yeah, like let's do something a little exciting. Let's not leave them so depressed. And you know what we've gotten? We're getting the planning for Christine's birthday. We got Aruba getting her ears pierced. Like <laughs> this is what we're this is what we're getting. This is Are it. you fucking kidding me? I'm Janelle getting a beanbag. Janelle got her beanbag, guys. <laughs> Big week over on the Sister Wives show. And it's like, but we still come here and we recap it every week. And this is what I'm saying. Like, if it wasn't for this family falling apart, what do we have? Nothing. Nothing. We've got nothing. Absolutely. I feel like this 50s party is going to be the saddest thing we've ever seen. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> Christine's like, oh, we get to dress up. We can do a soda fountain, a sock hop. She's like, dressing up is always best. I'm like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know you like to get into character you... stuff in the bedroom, for sure. <laughs> we know you're into some role play. Now, what I did appreciate about this scene is when Christine's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to be inviting Cody, Robin, or Mary. <laughs> but then to find out that we had to throw Grandma Janiel... <laughs> Under the fucking bus. Because McKelty was like, yeah, your ex-husband's mom? Probably not. But dad's best friend? I think that could be fine. Like, Who is that? Brian Colwell or Nathan? I think it's Nathan. Crazy. <laughs> really? Like, what about Uncle Nate? It's like, no. no Uncle Nate wants to kill Christine. Him yeah. and Cody are plotting her murder. Like, yeah. I don't and think it's a good idea. I don't think idea. Brian Colwell's going to come from Oklahoma no. to Christine. I think it's best no one knows Christine's new address. You know? And Christine's like, yeah, I don't think his best friend's a good idea either no i i don't think i did want to get back at dad by sleeping with him but i think i'll wait <laughs> uh unfortunately that would be nathan though <laughs> no, the camel balls we that we that. saw in that man no so christine's like no i've all of our family functions have always been so tense for me because everyone hates each other this is my birthday and i'm not gonna have anyone here that i don't like so you know who i'm inviting janelle janelle's my fucking girl Janelle, the kids she's like you know who's not invited cody robin aurora brianna <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. Dayton, Solomon, I don't, and Ariola. I think she likes Dayton. Okay, she invited I, Dayton and that's it. Yeah. Dayton Otherwise, no like, one from Robin's house. My mom's not going to drop me off, so <laughs> unfortunately I can't come. But he sent a gift, I'm okay. sure. I'm sure he sent a gift. He's respectable like that. Uh, but who did make the list? Shamar Moore. 
Now, the real Shamarmore, not the Utah white male version of a Shamarmore you that you what? pick up at a Sam's Club. If they're going to give us something, they might as well at least get him to give her a stop by. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I Do you think that like this has even touched Shamarmore's radar? No, he has no idea what Sister Wives is. No idea who Christine is. <sighs> She's like, oh, we're both on TV. Maybe he'll bang me. Too bad. I know. I hope that I they love can get like a like Shamarmore lookalike stripper. I would love her for her to get like a make a wish for having to be with Cody, you know? Oh god. That's <laughs> terrible. One night with Shamar Moore. <laughs> I imagine this Shamar Moore lookalike stripper comes in, okay? And he's dressed She as, wouldn't even know if it was the real guy. It's we could dressed, get someone close enough. He's dressed as a police officer. Yeah. Okay. And he starts What is like, Shamar Moore on? He uh, mm, like NCIS or something? I don't Okay, actually. so like a detective would be right up his yeah, alley. Yeah, comes okay. in a police officer outfit. Okay. okay? And he's like, hey. Uh, I've gotten a couple noise complaints about this party. Now here's where it goes awry. <laughs> Truly starts attacking him. She's like, get the fuck out of here. And she's like stomping him and shit. And they're like, truly, truly, that's the entertainment. She's like, my the- mom has never had a birthday party that she enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Truly just kicking this guy's ass. And they're like, truly, truly, stop. That's the entertainment. Like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a real police officer. She's like, get the fuck out of here. She's just losing it. Losing it on this poor guy. She's like, why are his pants just pull-off pants? <laughs> <laughs> why is your ass out, dude? The why hell? do you have assless <laughs> sheriff pants on? <laughs> why is his gun just shooting champagne out? What the fuck is this? Yeah. So that spice things up a little. Unfortunately, they forgot to get, get truly out of the house. And it's she probably just... hard to find that in Utah. Probably. Probably so. <laughs> Now we move on over to Mary, where she is. It's been one year since uh, dear Bonnie has passed. Um, rest in peace, Bonnie. Rest in peace, Bonnie, and her hairline. And uh, Mary is driving up to the B and B that Bonnie used to run, but now her BFF Jen is now running the B and B. And I gotta know, how many rooms have these two fucked in at the B and B? Several. Several. Right? All of them. I think there's four. Uh, and it's, All four. it's like, we know it's haunted. You know, we know that grandma Bonnie's probably there <laughs> watching over him, brushing her hair, uh, and, and such. And so it's like, they're definitely fucking in that place. I'm glad we're agreeing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're I, too close. I, yeah, I feel like Jen is, I, I, I don't know. Jen's if Jen, a fame fucker. Yes. But I don't know if Jen's going down on Mary. Oh, really? I think she'd do anything for Mary. Mm. I think she loves the fame that Mary has brought her. Okay. I think that she's like, hey. She loves the cameras. Have you I'm... watched Friday with Friends? Yes, I yeah. have. Where she pretends that she doesn't watch uh-huh. the show. Yeah. I have and no she... clue what the show is about. Jen, if you're listening to this now, girl, we love you. Love you. <laughs> uh, I think my opinion is she, she does not go down on Mary, but Mary, she does allow Mary to go down on her. I'm glad because I think Mary's finally found the love of her life. In Jen? <laughs> In Jen. I think so. <laughs> there was that picture somebody took of Mary at Lakai. And I'm under the impression that she was meeting with matchmakers. Oh, yes. I think so. Well, Christine said she met with matchmakers. Which I'm like, is that a bullshit line too? Because Christine said she went on com. Pick a fucking storyline and stick with it. All right. I feel like production's being like, oh, we'll set you up with matchmakers for the show. It's all just a ploy. Anyways, Mary's moving her online biz, clothing biz, to Parawan because it's an online store. You need to move its location. <laughs> Makes absolutely no sense. She's still going to live in Flagstaff, but she needs to focus on the B&B or Jen's B&B. <laughs> 
Jen's beef. <laughs> Jen's beef, beef is... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I call bullshit on this. I think this is a bullshit storyline because if I... I asked the trash bags to do me a favor because I'm not in Mary's LuLaRoe Facebook group. And I said, can you find when her last live was in the Flagstaff house? And we know all the lives were like in the Flagstaff house and then all of a sudden they switched to a new room where she's got panda beanie babies. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Comment panda <laughs> if you want it. All right, ladies, this goes from extra small to 8X. <laughs> Let me know if you want it. Looks good. I'm wearing a medium. Do you right. see how this fits on my shoulder? Real <laughs> I, snug in the shoulders. It's really <laughs> snug on the shoulders. I love the look of it. Comment Panda to get yours. This is also the room that had like the faux brick. Yes. Okay. So that's the Parowan house. Now, Mary's last live was April 25th, 2023. Right now we're at the very- Her last be- live in the Flagstaff house. In the Flagstaff okay. house. Yes. We're we're at the very beginning of 2022. She never moved her online clothing biz to Parowan. Although Mary is kind of a slow mover. Maybe it took her a year. <laughs> Mary is not a slow mover. You're take right. that back. This is the one Brown who can move. You're right. Well, she knows how to pack up. She could take her entire LuLaRoe uh, clothing rack, put it on her shoulders. And, and walk it to Parowan. Walk it to Parowan. <laughs> Don't you ever disrespect Mary and her moving skills. Don't you I know, but I'm saying it probably took her a year to find a house as big as the one she needs. Watch your mouth. Oh, I believe- There's probably not a lot of 12 bedrooms in Parowan. I believe this is the basement of the B&B. Oh, you think? That's what my impression has been. Okay, do we think she has a house? I don't. I thought she was living at the B and B. Okay, well, I don't, she just has like one of the rooms, and you're just a guest, and Mary's just sleeping next door. You yeah. share a bathroom. Yeah. Well, Mary probably took the nicest one. Okay. And again, what guest? There's no guest. You're right. Maybe, they shut it down. Yeah. She goes and sleeps at Jen's house when there's a guest. That's the panda room's probably at Jen's. Oh, Jen's basement. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. So they can just like get together on their breaks. <laughs> Either way, it's just. It's a lie. I don't believe it. And Mary's like, I'm just really nervous to tell Robin because I know she's going to be upset. She never sees me. She's like, I'm not nervous to tell Cody, though. He doesn't give a flying rat's ass, which is true. (laughs) He doesn't. I'm glad she's finally coming to terms with all this. He's just like, hey, you don't need anything from me, right? And she's like, no, Cody, I haven't needed anything from you in a long time. He's like, perfect. All right. I swear Cody doesn't even have her number in his phone. When Janelle comes in and says... It is so sad watching how Cody treats Mary, where Mary has been awful to Janelle. Janelle hates Mary. (laughs) She has been absolutely awful to Janelle throughout the years. And for Janelle to come in and say, God, it is, listen, I hate that bitch. I fucking (laughs) hate her. But she doesn't deserve that. Can't stand her, but it's pretty sad, you know? (laughs) It's pretty sad seeing how he treats her. God, I never thought that my heart could break for Mary, but here I am. <laughs> At least I've got my shithole apartment. And then we have Cody coming in basically being like, me and Mary are working on things. I'm like, no, you're not. It made absolutely no sense because he's like, Christine just left. Me and Mary, we've been working <laughs> at it. You know, I'm like, oh, Mary's By working gonna- at it, you mean she's been over there in her house and you haven't seen her in 10 years? Mary like- watches this episode, immediately gets on the phone with Cody Ignores the first phone call. She calls again. Ignores. He's like, oh, it must be an emergency if she's calling three times. And he's like, yeah, what's up, Mary? And she's like, hey, Cody, it's me, Murray. Uh, I'm just watching the episode. <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought maybe uh, sounded kind of like you were interested. <laughs> 
and doing this all again. He's like, yeah, no, Mary, gotta go. Bad connection. Bye. I just like to use you to make Christine look bad. Not interested. <laughs> Poor Mary. You know she got on her phone right the away. The sad thing is that she's like, oh, a glimmer of hope. Yeah, actually, no, you know what's not. really sad? You're right. Cody doesn't have Mary in his phone, but Mary has a heart next to Cody in her phone. She has him in his husband. <laughs> hubby? <laughs> oh, God. He's like, take me out of your phone as hubby. I don't like that. I'm only Robin's hubby. Put me in his Robin's hubby. All also, right? why does Robin care if Mary moves? You know they never get together unless to film a scene. Never. It, it's, and this is the first time they've seen each other in like two years. It's fucking bullshit. Come on, Robin. She's stringing her along just as much as Cody is. <laughs> We end the episode with Christine saying, you know, I saw Cody string Mary along for years and it was cruel. And I know he would have done the same thing to me. So I got out, I found myself a woolly mammoth and I got divorced and it felt fucking great. But before I did that, I also booked uh, Utah's one black stripper and uh, got myself a kind of a taste of a Shamar Moore. He was also booked available as uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> and Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> Utah doesn't have a lot of uh, black strippers, but this guy's just like, any He's of them. making the rounds. Yeah, I can do it. It's fine. Don't worry. The lights <laughs> will be down him low. him a few different times. <laughs> <laughs> lights will be down low. No one will be able to tell. So don't worry. I got this. Booked. He's booked and busy. Booked and busy. He is. He's busy at the sock hop party. Uh, so that's that's this week's episode. Next week, uh, we see that Christine is meeting with a matchmaker. We see Cody and Janelle go for uh, an appointment. Now, <laughs> that appointment is not at a therapist's office, but instead, basically the same, Salsa Brava. I love that she said we have an appointment. I was like, this just shows where we're at. <laughs> We're not having a lunch. We're not having a sit down. We're having an appointment. And don't don't get it confused. It's not a dick appointment. No, it's not. No. It's a breakup appointment. They both came dressed very... Business for the appointment. Very professional. Cody's like, I'll wear a blazer for the appointment. Good <laughs> Lord. Guys, I'm excited for a sit down between the two of them. If you enjoyed this episode and you know how to follow directions, unlike some people who are not following directions... <laughs> Okay. Who are very triggered, who I think are gaslighting us. They are. Because it's like, yeah, we already know we're all of those things. Just leave a five-star review. Why is it a (laughs) one-star? Those are the things you should be celebrating about the podcast. I just, leave us a five-star review only. We do not want to look inward. We don't want to do any sort of work on ourselves. And five stars are nothing. Like, just save yourself the time if it's not going to be five stars. Why go through the process? Exactly. You know? You know? Just (laughs) Just save yourself the time. You're just gaslighters if you don't like us. (laughs) You're just, you know, you're narcissists is what you are. (laughs) You are narcissists. Tell the world. Tell Tell the the world. world. Tell the world about how much you hate us. So five-star reviews only. Now, if you listen to this episode and you were like, hey, I'm not offended. I actually think that it could get even worse. Then you can go over to patreon.com slash sisterwivestalk where we do this kind of shit five days a week, but it's only more disgusting. It is. It's meaner. It's funnier. It's more disgusting. And it's also more shows. It's more shows. If you're sick of just the Browns, we've got others for you. People are like, do Welcome to Plathville. I'm like, we've We've done it. it. Uh, Do the old seasons of Sister Wives. We're doing it. it. Like it's, we do, it's five days a week. It's a lot of stuff. But uh, you can go there and you can listen to that. But that's honestly only if you're a piece of shit. Like if you're a piece of shit, 
come hang out with us. If you feel as though you walk through the world and you're like, how can I better myself? Don't hang around us. No, no, no. You're the company you keep. We're not looking to better ourselves. <laughs> We're not interested. We're good being here in the trash can. You know, that's where we thrive. So hop in with us. We're like little uh, raccoons. You know, we're, we're digging in the trash. We're, we're little fuckers. All right. So if you're a little fucker, come join us. So five-star reviews, join the Patreon. Don't ever come for us. We can't handle it. We don't want to work on ourselves. <laughs> All right. Trash bags and the rest of you who somehow stumbled upon this piece of shit, lazy podcast. Uh, in the famous words of the man who knows the phone works in both ways, Cody Brown. Love should be multiplied, not divided.